0: guys it's that time of the week again it's time for a new episode of girlfriend material your gator's head of all things lgbtq i'm rosie i'm here i'm queer and i'm in your ears to bring you another jam-packed exciting episode so sit back strap in pun intended we're gonna have a good time Ben, welcome to Girlfriend Material. You are our second guest for the new season. How's it going?
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to be here. I love that through the connection of the internet, wherever we are, we're in the same room. It's fab. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my God. Therapy. Lots and lots of therapy. That's how I keep up with everything. <laughs> it's, you know, we're all spinning lots of plates in this modern world. So like, I don't cope any better than anyone else. It's just like, you make it work with the time that you've got, essentially.
0: Yeah. I, I like have a very colour coordinated calendar for all the different things and projects that I do. And I just... In my head I was like, do you have like some multicoloured like system where you have to balance everything or is it just like are you quite a spontaneous person and you just manage to get it all done?
1: I, I managed to get it all done. I have a, a paper diary, everything's written down, that red diary is my world. Um, but yeah it's just like I'll get it done when I get it done and I have really bad sort of executive functioning so usually it's done two hours just before I need it and uh, yeah I, I just end up being quite busy all of the time I probably should think about getting a colour coordinated organised system it might make my life a little bit simpler.
0: <laughs> no I love that like an old school diary is really good I think that's a nice way to, to plan your time Um so obviously in this episode we are going to be talking about building the confidence to step into yourself and how to attract more positivity in your life, which is something that you speak about a lot. It's a theme that, that matters to you, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the world is miserable right now. There is so much going on <laughs> and it it can feel like, why would we matter? Why does any of it matter? But you know every day we wake up and we have to get on with our lives so finding more joy and more avenues of just feeling like actually it's all worth it yeah that's my reason for being and I hope other people can learn on the journey that I'm on too
0: yeah absolutely so tell us a little bit about the TED talk that you did because it's around if I'm right experiencing more types of mundane joy um in in your everyday life and and how that can impact you, you know, going forward. But can you like simplify it for the listeners if you know, if they haven't seen that, that TED Talk?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the the TED Talk was a lovely collaboration between myself and Miriam Pasha, who is the lead and founder of TEDx London and we really undenared about what you know I could do on that stage what I could do with the possibility of a TED talk and a lot of my work is really focused on trans rights and so if, if you sit and watch that TED talk most of that TED talk on, on, the, on the face of it is talking about trans people and our lives but right at the end we blow it out and give it to the whole audience everyone that listens and you can actually go back and watch it and be like actually This is for everyone. I think one of the things I wanted to get across, a lot of the conversations around, not just in the trans community, but, you know, in the wider LGBTQ plus community is that it is very hard to feel happy and feel comfortable and feel confident in a world that, you know, realistically is going after us in lots of different ways. And it can be very easy to shut down and go, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be here. You know, mental health within the LGBTQ plus community is bad. We have really high statistics, tragically high rates of suicide. And I get it and I understand. And My own point of view, I've been there. I've been in that situation. I know what that feels like. I'm working with Mm -hmm. that constantly. The TED Talk is there to make you see that joy can be anything but radical. It doesn't have to be about years and years of soul searching. You don't need to have a therapist. You don't need a coach. You don't need to be consistently working on yourself. You can find joy on a Thursday lunchtime, because it's actually about smaller moments that bring happiness to your life. And that's the core of, of, of my TED Talk, is that actually, if you stop to look around you, you'll find things that make you feel good right now. And that can be as simple as getting dressed in the morning. Like, I pulled this jazzy cardigan out, and I was like, do you know what? I want to feel comfortable, I want to feel warm, but I want to feel confident. And this cardigan did that for me. And it's about yeah. the little things that we can do every single day. Like, um, I'm a big believer in not saving stuff. You know, like, if you uh, get, like, a new outfit, you save that for a special occasion. No, you're the special occasion. Oh, no,
0: no, no way. You have to wear it, yeah. You have
1: to wear it. And that's, you know, that's the core of the talk of every day it is possible, with a little bit of a mindset change, to find joy for yourself. And that doesn't mean it has to exist without sadness that's uh, that would be rubbish multitudes exist you can find joy and be stressed about work you can find joy and be depressed you can find joy and be really worried (laughs) about where you're going to live next year like it exists with lots of other emotions
0: Mm, yeah absolutely i would definitely agree with that um i was actually just saying to you just before we hit record and this um i was sort of on a work shoot slash um holiday like a a few days ago and um there was there was one um afternoon where I just sort of spent some time like just sitting by the ocean and just kind of taking it in and I realized that you know for me like a really a special moment of joy I guess you could you know categorize it as that is is sort of taking those moments to just breathe and actually not think about anything but having said that like you just mentioned it doesn't take away from the fact that I've still got you know 20 odd emails to answer and people are asking stuff from me but is it you know we're talking a bit about mindset but is there certain you know practical sort of tips and tricks that you would recommend to people to to actually find those moments of joy because you know if you're sitting there you know it's january it's cold we all have like new year's resolutions or whatever you want to call it but how do you actually you know get yourself in more of a i guess would you say it's like a a hopeful mindset
1: yeah um that's a really interesting question and really importantly, I have to preface this with, I'm not a manifester. I'm not somebody that believes if you think it, it will come to you. I'm a lot more practical than that, because I think you have to be a little bit more realistic in this world, because it is rough, and it is tough. Some things that I tend to do, um, one of the first things I do is, what have I got to look forward to? I look through my diary, and I think, what have I got coming up that brings me joy? And on like a bigger conversation, that sounds like, are we going to go on holiday? But not everyone can afford a holiday, so you don't even need to think that big. It's like, what are you doing Friday afternoon? What are you doing at the weekend? What have you got to look forward to? And it doesn't take away from the stress of everyday life. It doesn't take away from the stuff that's happening around us. But it gives you something to project yourselves towards. It doesn't matter that I don't love today, because on Saturday, I'm doing something lovely. I'm going to watch that film that I finally, you know, get around to do. Or I'm going to, you know, teach myself to crochet. Mm. Or I'm just going to go and be in, outside in nature. It's annoying. And I do this with my therapist quite a lot. It's like, I knew this stuff worked all along. It's annoying that it works. So you have to just go and do it. You always have to, like, force yourself to look forward to something. That's something that I would start with. And then... Maybe the other simplest thing that I would do in helping you feel a little bit better right now is don't be so hard on yourself. I definitely have days, because I work for myself, it's it's hard to find a routine always that works for me. Some days I sit at my mm. desk for six hours and get nothing done and I really beat myself up about it. I'm really, really...
0: Same, same. Yeah, right?
1: And so many of us must be doing it. And I sometimes I'm like... OK, well, we'll have to work till like 12 midnight now until, to get everything done. And then I just take a long, hard look of me. Sometimes, and I know this is going to sound a bit weird, sometimes I turn the front cr- camera on my computer and actually look at myself. Sometimes I'll go uh, stand in a mirror and, and do this, and sometimes I'll journal this. And I will write down everything that I'm annoyed about right now. What's annoying me? What, and, I, and I list it, and I work out none of this is my fault. None of this is my fault. And I come to this place of resolution with myself of going, okay, today was shit. Today was rubbish. Nothing we can do about that now. So let's just write today off, give it up as a bad job, go and have an evening, go run a bath, go and have some dinner, go out for a walk. Whatever it is that brings you solace, whether that's computer games, playing a guitar, like it, or it could just be sitting still in a silent room. Some people love that whatever it is go and do that take yourself out of the work environment that's making you feel rubbish give yourself a break because life is not easy and you have to be easy on yourself those are like my two top tips that are actually doable
0: yeah i absolutely love that and yeah I, i totally get that um and I was listening to a podcast and um, I listened to this podcast quite a lot so like Queen of Confidence by Erica Kramer um, and she spoke a little bit about like making a list of the things that you enjoy which I think feeds into this a little bit because I made a list at the start of the year of all of the things that that you know, brought me happiness and that I enjoyed. And I think maybe having something like that and then putting it into this model of what you're talking about, you know, if you're if you're at a loss and you're like, what actually does make me happy? Oh, wait, it's a bubble bath. It's going swimming. It's seeing my friends for a drink, you know, having that to, to go off.
1: Yeah, it's great to have those reminders. That's such a great tip of like, okay, actually being an adult's hard. I need someone to be in charge of me and we can't always expect ourselves to be that person. Having that list is something great to be like, everything's a bit terrible right now. Let's pick something that will pick me up a little bit. And yeah, that's a really great way to just feel a little bit more balanced.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, you spoke a little bit about the cardigan that you're wearing, which I think is absolutely amazing. Like, Thank totally you. jealous. Love it. Um. How, how much do you think like building confidence comes with like your fashion and style and how much of it is like internal I guess we're talking about the mix of external confidence and internal but do you think you know you you need to start with the external or do you think you need to start with the internal
1: I think it's a real combination of both first of all you need to learn what confidence is and I think confidence to me and it might not be the same for everyone but it's something that I lead with certainly is confidence is realising you don't really care what anyone else thinks about you because at the end of the day it does not matter what someone else thinks of you because they're probably not thinking about you and so confidence in a sense is okay so now I'm just pleasing myself that frees a lot up in your mind you you begin to let yourself free and so the external stuff comes to confirm what you know to be true about yourself. So I am a vibrant, colourful, inquisitive, empathetic person. A dress like that. This cardigan will make people talk to me. It's the type of thing that draws people in, because that's my energy. And so that's balancing how I feel on the inside with how I feel and want to look on the outside you know, you absolutely can use clothing as structure and you absolutely can do that. And I have done that before and I do do that sometimes when I feel really out of my depth or I'll take like a really big meeting and I feel so like my imposter syndrome is just flaring off, off the charts. I'll dress in a way that makes me feel the most comfortable, the most like myself, the most self-aware. And that can really like disarm a, a situation that feels tricky. So yeah, it it, it takes it's a give and take kind of situation I think with dressing and internal feelings
0: And I think they they feed off each other, don't they, as well, because we all know that, you know, if we get up in the morning and we're still in our pyjamas by five o'clock, like we're not going to feel good about ourselves unless unless obviously like we're ill and we're not feeling good. But, you know, I know the days myself, you, you were saying about, you know, sitting at your desk for how many hours, but sometimes, you know, I don't get dressed and I don't put any makeup on and I don't sort of do my hair. And then I look at myself and I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, it doesn't give me the motivation. But I feel like if you get up and you make you make a bit of an effort, it, it sort of feeds into each other a little bit. I don't know if you'd agree.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It does. It does absolutely. And sometimes on the days where you don't feel too bad and you're not that bothered by anything, you absolutely can stay in your pyjamas all day. And, you know, that probably doesn't matter. But on a day that you wake up and you're like, oof, this one's going to be a hard day. Sometimes I force structure mm. back in and I'm like, okay, let's go and let's go do journal. Let's go and have some breakfast and then we're gonna shower and we're gonna get up and we're gonna get dressed properly. It's almost like they're your fail-safe actions when you know that things don't feel so great of like going through the motion will eventually put you in the right place where you need to be. And so actually it does help to dress for the day you wanna be. You don't always need to do that, and it doesn't always have to be everything Mm. sometimes you know I feel like myself when I put perfume on it just makes me feel done and that doesn't even require the amount of makeup Mm. that I've got on today like it could just be little bits that remind you that actually you are holding it together and you are doing a good job
0: yeah I love that um and I I sort of do the same but like my friends sort of take the piss out of me sometimes because they say it's almost like acting but if I'm going to a certain you know event or if I'm doing something like I'll sort of dress for the character that i want to you know be at that at that thing so i might put a suit on because i want to kind of you know feel like a a powerful businesswoman, or you know i might go and wear wear something like sweats or something because i want to give off this sort of like i'm I'm chill vibe but and they're always like oh you're always you know sort of going into different characters but i think it does help me to like get into the mindset sometimes with the fashion of like okay this is this is what i'm doing tonight this is who i am
1: (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely find my job easier when I dress for it. Like I sometimes, I agree, I I do sometimes feel like an actor too. Like I I get ready for work, I put my face on, I'm stepping into that version of myself. It absolutely helps if like makeup and clothes can be a prop to like when you feel less than capable. Absolutely, I definitely feel like that, for sure.
0: And you spoke about it a little bit, like about people not really, you know, thinking about what you're doing, that people are more concerned about themselves and that's something that you spoke about in this ted talk um i, th- I think you said it's the spotlight effect theory but yeah. do you want to explain that for, for people listening because i think it's really important
1: yeah so the spotlight effect theory is a cognitive uh a cognitive behavioral part of our lives and and i'm sure i said that way more smoothly in my ted talk and it's been a while but essentially it's a theory that explains to us that no one else really cares about anyone else but themselves because as humans we are wrapped up in ourselves and we all quite rightly feel like the center of our universe that's a really important thing so day to day most Mm. people aren't too concerned with what you're doing unless it directly affects Them. And we call it the spotlight effect theory. If you can imagine a spotlight on the stage, it's easier actually when you watch my TED talk because there's a circle of red carpet around me. Each of us have that much Mm -hmm. awareness around us, and then everything else is an empty stage, and I'm just not thinking about it. I'm not really considering it. So each of us is unbothered by other people's actions, and I use this as a really helpful tool. Because I leave most interactions going, okay, what did I do wrong? Why do I feel like that person hates me? Ugh, why did I say that? They're not even thinking about it. They won't even remember. They're thinking about what they're going to have for lunch. They're thinking about when they're picking the kids up. They're thinking about, oh, I need to walk the dog more. No one really cares. No one really remembers. And that is a massive weight off your shoulders. Apart from the people in your life that you directly interact with on a daily basis, most people are not paying you that much attention. So it just doesn't matter. And that frees up a lot of space in your mind to go, mm. okay, what do I want? What matters to me? And it's not easy and I can't do that every day and I'd love to, but it's it's a really helpful reminder to come back to of actually, it doesn't matter so much what everyone else thinks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we can all relate to that because if you imagine yourself like walking down the street or something and maybe somebody else is feeling anxious about the way that they're dressed or you know they're walking towards you, like, you know, I, I'm on my phone half of the time. I'm I'm not looking up. I'm not looking at people. If I am, then I'm not even thinking about them. I'm thinking about something else. And I think often we can walk down the street or wherever we're going, right? And we can sort of think, oh, you know, that person's looked at me, or yeah. you know, this is they must be thinking this. It's it's like a narrative that you sort of build it in your head sometimes, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I you know I, I do find that people do look at me and people do stare and that's part and parcel of being trans non-binary of looking a little bit different to what most people expect but beyond that first Mm. glance does anyone really care is anyone really thinking about it much more than just a oh that's a little bit different and then moving on you know I, i i've learned over time to just let it wash over me it's not Uh, as much of a big deal as I thought it was there are certainly days where it's harder for me to do that and you know it's harder to remember that people are not looking at me or not focusing on me because some days they absolutely are but it's it's a reminder that you know realistically it doesn't go much more than surface deep for a few seconds before it's pushed out of someone's mind you're right by a text message of changing the song of like reading a news story on their phone like it really is very easy to realize that you know on the surface of it most interactions no one really is paying you that much Mm. attention especially on the street
0: but but how about you know though the rare times maybe that you do get unwanted looks and you do get unwanted comments like how do you kind of not let that set you back you know say you're sort of working on yourself and you're building this confidence but say somebody has said something to you that makes you feel really uncomfortable like how do you not let that get to you
1: that's a really uh that's a really tricky question because there are days when it absolutely does get to me I mean for Mm. it not to I'm human like I can't can't always just uh push that aside but It's a lot easier because I, A, I've gotten very used to it. I have have been doing this game for a long time. I think it's remembering that, okay, if I wanted to blend in and I didn't want these looks, A, I wouldn't be honouring myself. I wouldn't be being myself. B, if I look like everyone else, I would be annoyed at that. Like, I don't want to blend in. I really don't, uh prescribed Mm. to the way anyone else looks like. There's a certain provocative way to the way I dress and look. And that's not for anyone else but myself. And if that causes other people's attention, so be it. Like it's, it takes a lot of effort to go, okay, no, these people aren't bothered. And you know what? You can just, on some days, absolutely just be fine with it. And on some days, it hurts a little bit more. And you just build in a little bit more recovery time, a little bit more... Uh, time and space for you to unpack that or you begin to be a bit more strategic with where you go and when you go and think about the times of it like I like doing a weekly food shop at about half past two on a weekday afternoon there's no one there and that you begin to like build in these structures yeah. for yourself just to live an easier life if that makes sense
0: And I think we can you know sometimes get confused about that because some people might say oh you know Ben like you sort of you're changing your routine and your life, you know, to to make you feel more comfortable. And you shouldn't have to do that, because of, you know, these unwanted looks or whatever. But I I find myself doing that. And I think everybody finds themselves doing it to some degree, because it's a choice that you make, isn't it? Of like, you know, for me, I absolutely, I'm the same, like, I like going food shopping, you know, um, first thing in the morning, because there's no one there, because I have, um like noise sensitivity like yeah. problems and I hate it like when it's really busy and overcrowded yeah. so you know technically speaking I don't you know I should be able to go shopping like you know at five o'clock on a Friday but you I know that I will get really irritated yeah. with myself if I do it yeah Absolutely. why Why do it <laughs>
1: yeah and I think lots of us yeah if we stop and think about it we all have things in our lives that affect us and means that we need to work slightly differently to accommodate that need. Just because it's my appearance and my gender identity and all of that doesn't mean it's any less of an accommodation I can make for myself. Of course, we shouldn't have to do that. Of course, you should be able to go to the shops and not be worried about how loud it's going to get. But the world's not perfect. And until it is, we have to find ways to cope with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah absolutely and i think that is that that form of like building confidence and self-assurance in yourself is knowing what is right for you and making those decisions for yourself right yeah
1: absolutely absolutely and it's something that i pour into my work you know there's a there's a really important phrase that in my life that i come back to time and time again and it's um doctor cure thyself and what that means is you can give out all the best advice in the world and that is something that I believe is my job. It's my role. I'm very good at it. But it doesn't mean you're going to be able to apply that to your life. And so I want to remind everyone mm. that I'm still just trying. Like, I can sit here and talk to you about confidence, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to have a bad day moving forward. It's like, it's, take the advice I give you with a pinch of salt, because it might not work for you. But that's all it is. It's just advice to help and just take it and move with it as best you can, I think.
0: I guess you know talking about you know making changes and stuff in your life, like how do you you know if you're listening to this podcast and or maybe you have done some work on yourself, how do you know that you're starting to see those um the benefits and stuff coming through like is there certain things you notice about yourself that you think oh you know i'm I'm starting to feel more confident and i'm I'm starting to feel more self assured
1: I think for me, it's about spontaneity. I think when we're very anxious and tense and concerned and worried about confidence, we become, we lose the spontaneity in our lives. We begin to plan and we really begin to structure stuff so that it's, we know all the details of everything that's going to happen. When you begin to feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more comfortable, you can bring spontaneity back. It's where I sort of go, yes and what can I do with today that would make me feel better if someone suggests we go and do something anxious unconfident me that's having a really bad day will go absolutely no. I hadn't anticipated for that I don't want to do that but when you're a little bit more comfortable you begin to bring that spontaneity back and when you feel that lean into it because that's when there are little nuggets of joy that are available to you so you'll begin to feel that spontaneity I think
0: I feel the same as well like I'm I'm quite a a planned person, yeah, and it used to make me quite anxious, like when somebody would sort of try and change those those plans or like that idea of you know how I was going to structure my day or or the week. Um, but now that I've sort of, I don't know, I do feel like I've sort of come into my own a little bit more. Like, um, I had a breakup like back in in September and turned thirty, and it was just like a period of a lot of change. And yeah, it's very it's very strange. Like I've become more of a spontaneous sort of, um free person and and also I think taking suggestions from other people whereas I would always sort of say oh you know we're going to go here for dinner or we're going to do this and being in very much in control of things because you're worried about how it's going to play out yeah and letting other people sort of take the reins a little bit is um I guess how I've realized that I've sort of become a bit more of a confident person it's like doesn't doesn't matter so much does it you sort of don't you don't mind so much about things
1: yeah yeah there's a freeness to life that you know at its core it doesn't have to be all such a fuss and such a work and i think also knowing that that day can happen right before a day where you don't feel so put together and you do need to go back to those routines and it's about realizing that there's a give and take in all of this for all of us i think
0: i love that um so lastly i wanted to ask you because it's a new feature that we're doing on girlfriend material yes but we are Starting a play a playlist basically it's like a confidence um playlist a feel-good playlist for 2024 yeah and i've asked you to pick a song what makes you feel good so what's your song and why does it bring you joy and why does it bring you happiness
1: so i picked perfect exceder by princess superstar which you'll probably have heard very recently because it was featured in saltburn and um it's yeah. actually a song that's been on my playlist ever since it came out. I really, really loved it. But the reason I've chosen it and want to talk about it is because I've actually seen and heard Princess Superstar, the artist herself, talk about this. She went through a massive lull in her career from about 2010 to last year and didn't feel very creative and didn't feel like she was doing you know anything that well was putting out loads of music but it wasn't working that well and with superstar going back um, with perfect going back into the charts record labels are coming back to her people are finding her music again and it's about realizing that in our lives there are peaks and troughs and sometimes we'll be in a trough and we can't see the path we've already walked But it will come back again. Like, you have to give it time. And it made me realise that, you know, I'm turning 30 this year. I'm going through that 30 woe. And I realised I don't need to do everything right now. I don't need to have everything sorted out. And I've got a lot that I've done and that I'm proud of, and we all have, if we really stop to think about everything that we've done. Mm -hmm. And that's all wrapped up in this song. All of those thoughts are wrapped up in a really silly, catchy little pop song. Yeah
0: i love that so if you listen to this and you want to check it out if you um I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes basically but yeah you can follow that playlist and then week on week all of our guests as well as um myself and my co-host of the patreon episode poppy uh we're going to be adding in all of our favorite songs so hopefully by the end of the year by december we'll have like the most epic playlist oh, of it's gonna be so
1: good it's there gonna is... be so good
0: i know i'm i I'm excited and there's only a couple of songs on it yet but I'm already like listening to them so <laughs> yeah um so so Ben what's next for you then what have you got like planned for 2024
1: I, I I do not know I'm quite open I've got little bits of projects that are bubbling on in the background it's
0: spontaneous <laughs> yeah
1: that we can't really talk about which is annoying um obviously I'm continuing to promote my second book your gender book as well as my first book the book of no and joy um history month is coming up in february so i'll be back in businesses talking to brands talking to individuals spreading the word about the uh the the work that needs to be done for the queer community and yeah i will always be doing that so that's what's next working for the community trying to make things better and i need to book a holiday that's what's next for me too
0: (laughs) Where are you going to go? Have you got any ideas?
1: Greek islands. I haven't narrowed it down just yet. Um, my partner's really anxious about booking a holiday and I also hate committing to stuff. So we'll probably get it done. Who knows? That
0: sounds pretty nice. I think we definitely need it at the moment. A bit of winter sun. Absolutely. Um, but yeah thank you so much for joining on girlfriend material i think it's um hopefully been a really interesting episode for everybody listening at home and i'd love to know your thoughts like going to put out some q a's and um, some polls to the episode so um yeah let us know what you think and um also make sure that you follow ben and um the work that you're doing online and we'll be back next week for another episode of girlfriend material thank you so
1: much ben thank you for having me it's been a pleasure
0: thank you so much for listening to girl from material you might be sad that the podcast is over for this week i know i am but i'll be back at the same time next week with another juicy guest just for your ears in the meantime though if you like this episode make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think might also enjoy listening sharing is caring guys girlfriend material is hosted by myself at rosie turner daily so go ahead and follow me on instagram and tiktok for more content with support from the lovely poppy just for you we love you and we'll see you soon